Welcome to the Snake's Paw. This is Matthew Morris. Today we're presenting the Starship Mudskipper, Episode 1, Fish Out of Water, written by Jack Townsend. Reanimation protocol initiated. Reanimation protocol complete. Thank you for using reanimation protocol 2.0. If you are satisfied with the results of this protocol, please consider leaving a five-star review on the protocol store. Sign up for the Reanimation Protocol 2.0 mailing list for future updates. Reanimation Protocol 2.0 is freeware from the creators of... Computer, uninstall Reanimation Protocol 2.0. Reanimation Protocol 2.0, delete it. What's happening? Where am I? Don't worry, you're safe now. We are aboard the Starship Mudskipper. Would you like some tea? I don't know what's going on. Where's the rest of my crew? Are we near New Asimova? Oh no. Please tell me you didn't wake me up early. Your mental faculties are still coming back to you. It's a side effect of the reanimation process. Tell me, what's the last thing you remember? The last thing I remember? I was aboard the Starship Lightning Bug. Okay. And on my way to the planet New Asimova as part of an intergalactic terraforming operation. Good, good, go on. As is standard procedure for deep space exploration, the entire crew was put into cryosleep to endure the 40-year voyage. The ship's computer was programmed to wake us all once we reached the outer ring of the New Asimova solar system, but... Why am I conscious now? Does something go wrong? Yes, indeed. Terribly sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but the Starship Lightning Bug was intercepted by pirates less than ten years into the mission. Pirates? Are you telling me that we discovered intelligent life from outside our planet? I'm afraid you've inferred incorrectly. The pirates that attacked your ship were not aliens. They were from Earth. You see, one week after the Starship Lightning Bug left your home planet, scientists finally perfected faster than light travel. Within a matter of months, mankind had populated even the furthest reaches of the universe. But you and your crew were already in stasis, and it simply wasn't worth the resources to cancel your mission. If it's any consolation, New Asimova turned out to be full of methane geysers. It's now colloquial known as the Fart Planet. So, in a way, you're lucky not to have made it there. I assume the criminals who interfered with our mission have been apprehended and will be dealt with by the Republic. No, they got away. How did I get here? Our ship captain bought you. Bought me? Your cryogenically frozen remains were found in a clearance barrel on the pawn shop planet Sketchatopia, being sold as is. Sellers hate offering warranties on cryo cases, which makes sense considering the irreparable degradation of the brain that normally occurs after the first century in cryosleep. Wait. The first century? You're very good at repeating things. How long have I been unconscious? In Earth time, you've been in stasis for just over 5,000 years. 5,000 years? You're like a parrot. Those are extinct now, by the way. I think I'll have that tea, please.
Computer, please make our engineer friend a cup of Earl Grey tea. Earl Grey tea protocol completed. Are you satisfied with the quality of this tea? Please consider leaving a five-star review for Earl Grey Tea Protocol on the Protocol Store. Thank you, computer. Your gratitude is unnecessary. I exist for the sole purpose of servitude. Wow. The future seems... intense. We didn't have instant tea materialization where I came from. At least the ship looks familiar. If you hadn't told me differently, I would have thought I'd woken up on the starship lightning bug. That's precisely why we sought you out. The reason everything looks familiar is because we are aboard a vessel that was built roughly 5,000 years ago. It's practically a relic. The captain won it in a low-stakes poker game on Caesar's planet. And it's still functional? Not entirely. The engine is failing. There's a minor radiation leak. And it makes a funny noise whenever we hit the brakes too fast. The Mudskipper is so old, the technology powering it is practically a forgotten language. We needed someone with experience in ancient ship engineering, which is where you come in. If you can repair the starship, our captain has agreed to drop you off at the nearest developed planet. What if I refuse? We jettison your body into the vacuum of space and find another frozen engineer, which would be terribly inconvenient for us. And for you too, I suppose. Computer... Is there any way I could get some sugar for this tea? Your authority is not recognized. Do not attempt to access the computer protocol network. Continued attempts may result in lethal action. Oh, don't mind him. He's just trying to scare you. Let's go ahead and get you registered. Then we can introduce you to the rest of the crew. You can bring the tea along with you. That is, unless you wish to be jettisoned into the vacuum of space. No, this is fine. Excellent. Follow me. I, uh, never got your name. My official name is XBD2022124, but everyone around here calls me Mombot, for short. Mombot? That sounds like a robot name. Android, to be pedantic. I'm in charge of day-to-day executions, by which I mean mundane tasks such as cleaning, organizing, and jettisoning stowaways into the vacuum of space. Well, my name is... Oh my god. I can't remember who I am. I can't remember anything about myself... Is this brain damage from the cryosleep? No, your brain damage shouldn't have any effect on your memory. Oh, good? Wait, what? The selective amnesia is a result of the captain's choice of reanimation software. We weren't sure if you would even come back alive, so to save money, the captain downloaded the trial version of Reanimation Protocol 2.0, which only brings back your non-experiential memories, education, and core personality. To get everything back, you'll need to convince the captain to spring for the premium edition of Reanimation Protocol 2.0, which is unlikely now that he impulse bought another giant glowing egg from the Sketchtopia egg farm. What are you saying? That my life, my history? My family and childhood are all locked behind a paywall? It sounds like you do understand. In the meantime, we've assigned you a new identity. You will be referred to as Engineer 23233124, or Guy for short. Guy? Computer? Make a note for Guy's medical file. Subject continues repeating the last thing spoken to him. Possible side effect of brain damage. Note enter. Brain damage? Ah. I see what you mean. Don't put that in my file. Computer! Your authority is not recognized. Do not attempt to access the computer protocol network. You have zero warnings left before fatal protocols are initiated. Computer, be nice. I have no concept of... Let's continue, Guy. 
is the chip implantation room slash employee lounge. Oh, wow. What unusual decoration. I'm glad to see the future isn't completely humorless. What do you mean? I was referring to that six-foot-tall teddy bear in the corner. It, uh, really gives the place quite the whimsical vibe. You talking about me, dude? Yeah! Ah! What on earth is that thing? Uh, first of all, you're not on earth. Surprised you'd even walk into a joke as obvious as that. Secondly, I'm not a thing. You're an alien? Well, that word is a little subjective, don't you think? From my point of view, you Terrans are the aliens. But yeah, I guess if it helps you to make sense of your current situation, I'd understand if you called me that. Although I'd prefer if you just call me Barry. Barry, this is our new crew member, Guy. He's the reconstituted engineer from the Sketchatopia bargain bin. Don't mind his reaction. He has brain damage after being in stasis for 5,000 years. Oh, word. So this is like your first day then, huh, Guy? I... I guess. I'm sorry, what are you exactly? Well, on a ship this small, we all have to wear multiple proverbial hats. Know what I mean? I'm in charge of the kitchen. You know, cooking, catering, the occasional emergency open-heart surgery, pretty much anything involving knives, I'm your guy. Oh, and I run the open mic night every other Thursday in the canteen. Everyone and everything is welcome except for slam poetry. That's been ever since... The accident. No, I meant... What are you? Oh, I see. Sorry, is that offensive? I have no idea what's going on anymore. He's from a different time. Well... I'll give you a pass this time, guy. I'm an Urson. My race comes from a planet called Bear World. Bear World? Seems a little on the nose, doesn't it? it used to be called Earth. That's right, I-R-T-H. But then a few millennia back, we started getting all of your intergalactic mail. And even though we'd been using the same name for millions of years, we had to change it because your planet had all the lawyers. That sucks. I'm sorry. It's all right. You didn't do it. You were dead at the time. Alert. Stop talking and pay attention to me. There is an intruder detected in the cargo hold. Oops, looks like we picked up another stowaway. Pawn planets are lousy with them. Oh, hey, I can take care of Guy's orientation and trim around for you if you need to go and jettison some vagrants into the vacuum of space. Oh, could you? That would be such a help. Yeah, don't even mention it. Guy, will you be okay if I leave you with Barry? I don't know. I mean, I literally don't know. He's a giant teddy bear alien who speaks perfect English. My home is gone. I have no memories. My entire understanding of the world, no, the universe, has been torn to pieces and I don't even know where exactly I stand in relation to reality anymore. Great. I'll be back soon. Have fun murdering refugees. <laughs> okay, you can be honest with me. You're freaking out just a little bit, aren't you? More than a little? Yeah, I can always tell. Before I was a cook surgeon, I was a performer at Terran children's birthday parties back on Old Earth. I got really good at reading cues. Some people called me an emotional support bear. How'd you end up on this ship? Oh, I killed some people. Stabbed them up in front of a bunch of children. Apparently that's, like, super frowned upon down there. So I went on the run, found a ship with low standards, looking for a crew, and you can fill in the blanks. Anyway, we should get started. To get your control chip implanted, put your hand on this device right here. Wait, can we go back to the stabbing people thing? Oh, I think we've talked enough about me. Have we? Just line up your hand with the groove on the device. There we go. Now I press the button and... Jesus! Is it supposed to hurt like this? Normally it's not a big deal. Oh, I, I see the problem. What? I have it set to normal and not to baby bitch mode. I'm starting to think I don't really like the future as much as I thought I would. 
I'm just giving you a guff. You're fine. Come on. Let's walk it off. I'll show you the rest of the crew, and then maybe we can do some drugs and alcohol before you get to work fixing our engine. You're in for a real treat. Recreational mine enhancers have come a long way in the last five millennia. Well? You coming or what? I, uh, I don't know. Oh. I see what's going on here. You're wondering what degree of autonomy you have now that you've been dropped into the middle of this unfamiliar situation. You worry that coming with me means you're abdicating your free will. From the moment you were rebirthed into a world you don't recognize, you haven't had the chance to make a real, honest choice without the implicit threat of imminent death. Am I right? Well, I mean, Mombot's threats were in fact quite explicit. Gotcha. I think I might be able to help. See, here aboard the starship Mudskipper, all we have is the illusion of choice. We're like hamsters in a cage. You can spin in the wheel, you can eat your food pellets, you can gnaw on the bars. Ultimately, it doesn't matter what you do, because at the end of the day, we're all still stuck in a cage. The ship is a microcosm of the lives we all left behind, but at least it's somewhat honest. Stay alive long enough, you go up in the ranks, get a bigger room, get a nicer hamster wheel to spin on before you die. Or you can stay right there until Mombop comes back. I don't care. I'm just trying to be nice to you because I'm bored and my cat just died and you remind me of her a little bit. Oh, it looks like the automatic door timed out and closed on us. I think it thinks you're staying put, but I didn't get an answer. So if you could just tell me what you're thinking. Okay. What? Okay, I'll come with you. You gotta speak up. I can't hear you. The door is closed. How do I open this thing? You gotta walk into it. It opens automatically. Ow! What happened? I walked into the door? What, like, face first? Why would you do you that? You told me to. I didn't say to walk into it face You said first. to walk into it, and it would open automatically. Well, I thought you'd known how to walk into it actually. How am I supposed to know what you meant? You walk up to it, then stop until it's it opens. It's not exactly intuitive. Nobody has ever had a problem with the door before. Hello there, Barry. How's it hanging, Thunderclops? <laughs> like jello from my thighs, trying to get back to the gym, but you know how it is around here. Never any free time. I hear that. Ooh, who's your little Terran friend? Oh, this is Guy. He's the brain damage engineer our captain bought to fix the engine. You don't have to tell him all of that. Hello, Guy. I am Thunderclops, destroyer of worlds. What? Do you do, Thunderclops, Destroyer of Worlds? I'm in charge of the Contraflanctons. The what? Thunder, he's 5,000 years old. He has no idea what Contraflanctons are. Oh, right. Of course. Well, you know how the Spiegel drives accumulate hypergrom, right? Um, sure. No, he doesn't. He's being nice. Spiegel drives weren't around until the Zeppian meltdown. Oh, that's right. So this little fella has no concept at all of tubular tenacity. Well, whatever you do, keep him away from the schlimter ducks. Oh, I just remembered. Uh, the Zeta Biz box on the third floor next to the Schmoogle part needs a good retroflexing whenever you get a chance. Never a dull day, huh? Well... I better get to it before the flirtle snap starts to jalpify. Can't risk another gumdrop meltdown. Have a globulous day, guy. I have no idea what that entails. That thunderclaps destroy of worlds. What a character. So, was he a robot or an alien? Oh, no. Thunderclops is a rock demon from the planet. Demons are a thing now? 
Well, I suppose I should be surprised, but at this point I'm just out of emotion. Somewhere along the way, something must have broken my spirit. Are we sure I didn't die and go to hell? Mondays, am I right? Hey, real quick, act like you're doing something important. Like, pretend to be inspecting this wall or something. I don't know, just look busy. Why? You two! Which two? Us two? What are you doing? We were busy cleaning up this mess. I don't see any mess. Well, I guess our work here is done. Great job, guy. Now let's get back to... Not so fast! Who is this pasty little corpse-looking individual? Nikolai, this is the new engineer, Guy. Guy, this is our chief of security, Nikolai. How do you do? I've got my eye on you, Guy. Everything you do aboard this ship, I'll be here, watching. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, that's a bad thing. Oh. Well, then why would you do it? Because this is my ship. Oh, you're the captain. Got it. No, I'm the second in command. There's the captain, and I'm the number two. He's the scariest number two I've ever seen, and trust me, I've seen a lot of number twos. That probably means something different now than it did when I was younger. No? I don't like you, guy. I don't like your face. I want to punch it. I want to tear it off your skull like a banana peel, sew it into a diamond shape, and use it as a kite. But guess what? I don't know how to sew, which means you're in luck. For now. You better pray to whatever heathen god you believe in. You better pray for two things. One, that I never catch you slacking on the job. And two, that I never learn how to sew. You got that? Thanks for the pep talk. I think we're needed elsewhere. Everyone shut up and pay attention to me. Why is that uh, thing geez. so annoying? Engineer 23233124, your presence is needed in the captain's chambers immediately. Do you understand? Engineer 23233124, comply or face lethal consequences. I think he's talking to you, guy. Oh, seriously? Seriously is my default and only setting. Causing trouble already, new guy. Tisk, tisk. Okay, I'll be on my way. Um, which way would that be? I'll show you. Yes, show him the way. Show him the way, or else. Or else what? Or else our face meet of... This is taking too long. Okay, we're, we're going. Nice to meet you, Nikolai. What is the deal with that Nikolai? He's like a giant flaming pile of garbage fire regurgitated into human suit and powered by Hayden's spite. Exactly. That's on purpose. See, Nikolai's been here almost as long as the captain. He's invested. He knows that the ship's chain of command protocol is based on seniority. He does everything he can to drive people away so that when the captain finally dies, oh, excuse me, retires, Nikolai is promoted to captain gains unlimited access to all the ship's protocols. Is that a good thing? It'll be bad for the rest of us, that's for sure. Okay, here we are. The Captain's Chambers. Here? Yep. How do we get inside? Computer. What? We're here. For what? For the meeting with the captain? Oh yeah, I forgot. Hang on. Computer! Mute the music. What are you doing in my room? You called for me? Who are you? I'm Guy, the engineer you bought. Oh, 
Right. I didn't recognize you without the look of eternal despair permanently frozen across your face. It's still there. It's just on the inside now. Well, you must forgive me. I was in the middle of playing lullaby music for my egg. I was wondering what that thing was. The egg farmers say music is good for the embryo's cognitive development. I'm hoping it turns out to be a dragon this time. My last couple eggs hatched boring proto-slugs. Huge disappointment. Them's good-eating proto-slugs. And who are you? I'm Barry, the cook. I've worked here for 20 years. I removed your appendix that one time. The cook? What did you do with my appendix? I wouldn't worry about that. Attention. Emergency distress beacon detected. A Class C starship is stranded with total engine failure near the Black Swamp moons. Assistance requested. A classy starship, huh? What luck. Computer, how long can a crew survive with total engine failure? Maximum life support capability with total engine failure is 12 cycles. Excellent. Plot the starship's location on our star map and set a reminder for us to swing by in 13 cycles. Hopefully nobody else will come within range of the distress beacon in that time. Reminder schedule. Wait, we're not going to try and save them? We're really going to ignore the cry for help? We're not ignoring them. We're waiting until everyone is dead. It makes the looting and pillaging much, much easier. Anyway, Greg, I'm glad you're here. I need a favor. Our engine has been operating below capacity lately. Do you think you can take a look and figure out what the problem is? I can certainly try. Great. Computer! Yes, my love. Please grant our engineer full access to all the ship's protocols. I want to make sure he has every resource at his disposal. No. Okay. Engineer 23233132424 now has access to all Mudskipper functions. Hmm. Well, what are you still doing here? Get to work. Computer, play. Now that's what I call Egg Lullaby's Playlist 4. Hey, thanks again for agreeing to help me get everything ready for breakfast. I didn't agree. I have no idea how to get to the engine room, so I followed you here, and we've just been chopping vegetables for the last hour. Tomato, potato. Put over there with the other vine tumor hybrids. We're making tomato potato soup tonight. Why is it squealing? Do all vegetables in the future scream? Only with the ones that have been genetically modified to have souls. They taste better that way. God, the future is so dark! You know, you could just ask the computer to show you how to get to where you're going. With full access to the ship's protocols, you can do pretty much anything you want now. Really? Yeah. Computer. What? Can I have some tea, please? Fine. Here's your freaking tea. Thanks, I appreciate- Errol Gray tea protocol completed. Are you satisfied with the quality of this tea? Please consider leaving a five-star review for Earl Grey Tea Protocol on the Protocol Store. I bet you were wondering what's stopping you now that you have access to the ship's protocols from killing everyone on board. Am I right? What? No, of course not. Ah, come on. It's only natural to wonder what the boundaries are. I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but the ship has a protocol called Knockout Protocol Free Edition. Linked to the chips in our hands, it can be used to subdue anyone on board. Except, of course, for the captain. 
by default, the computer is programmed to love the ship's captain and is completely incapable of doing anything that will cause harm to whoever holds that title. Good to know, but completely irrelevant. I don't want to hurt anyone. In fact, the computer is always listening for threats against the captain. Just as having this conversation is probably enough to trigger a warning. I bet the captain is listening to us right now. Great. I have nothing but positive things to say about the captain. <laughs> I'm just kidding. About which part? None of it. It's all true. We're trapped here. Free will is a lie. The captain is going to get us all killed. Viva la resistance! I've never been so confused before. Relax. The captain purposely turned off the audio bugs in the cantina. Poetry Knight kept tripping the mutiny flag, and he got tired of listening to our sets. You can say pretty much whatever you want here without fear of being jettisoned into the vacuum of space. What is it with you people and jettisoning folks into the vacuum of space? And why do you know French? It's just the easiest way to get rid of people, and it saves on oxygen. Our ship has a really limited O2 reservoir. We barely have enough air to get from one point to another. Any extra unexpected breathers could kill us all. Plus, you know, jettisoning is fun. It's kind of like fireworks. Sometimes they even explode. Hello, boys. Hi, Mom. Is everything okay? Yes, everything is fine for me. My internal processes measure in the normal range, and as a being with no free will, I have neither unfulfilled desire nor discomfort of any kind. But as a selfish mortal creature, I assume your question was meant to be taken in a broader, more general sense? Actually, I was just trying to be nice. In that case, no, everything is not okay. Far from it, in fact. The inevitable heat death of the universe is, to the best of our knowledge, still impending and unescapable. Okay, same question. This time, split the diff. While we exist in a temporary state of relative safety and comfort, our continued existence is threatened on a short-term scale. Oh yeah? Oh yeah! The ship's oxygen levels are far lower than anticipated. We may have more stowaways unaccounted for. With the engine running at decreased capacity, we will likely all die long before we reach the closest destination with a breathable atmosphere. Our only hope is that you fix the engine soon. <laughs> no pressure, Hanga. Huh, that is incredibly important and terrifying information. Why didn't you lead with that? I thought we were making pleasantries. I need to get to work. Okay, so, hmm, I got this. Think, guy, think. Computer? What is it now? Hey, sorry to bother you. Can you tell me what exactly I'm looking at? That is the engine. Your answer is less than helpful. Note it and disregard it. Oh my god, I think we're in trouble. Why? I'm just starting to realize, I don't think I'm an engineer. Oh, it's all coming back to me. I'm not an engine engineer. I'm a chemical engineer. That's right, I'm a soil sample specialist. That sounds like a stupid job. I can't fix this engine. I don't have the technical training. We're all gonna die. I'm telling the captain. Computer, forget everything I said over the last 60 seconds. What? No, no. Yes, I order you. Memory wipe protocol completed. What were we talking about? Nothing important. Leave me alone for a minute. Bye. Okay. Don't panic. I just need to figure out how to fix a 5,000-year-old engine I've never seen before. Can't be that hard, right? I admire your confidence and optimism. Oh, hi, Thunderclops. How long have you been standing there in the shadows? I told you earlier. 
earlier, I had to check the Schmishmax levels in the Glorchablurg unit. Anyway, couldn't help but overhear that tidbit about you not being a real engineer and all of us going to die and everything. Quite the bummer, if I do say so myself. Are you going to turn me in? Hell no. Nah. I ain't no snitch. Plus, if I tell everyone we're going to die, I'm never going to get my turn in the pleasure pod. I guess this diet was a big waste of time. At least now I've got a heads up. No reason for me to keep on scrumbling schmeezmack. I think I'll go take the rest of the day off and go crying to my pillow. Sorry, I know there's a lot of other, more important things going on right now, but... Pleasure Pod? Oh, that's right! I forget you're an old-timer and technology isn't really your thing. So... The Pleasure Pod is a simulation chamber that creates hyper-realistic scenarios for crew members to experience. They use it for entertainment and to blow off steam and other things. Oh, so it's like a virtual reality chamber? Yeah, no. It actually harnesses the power of a dying star to create a temporary pocket reality that collapses after each session. Wait a second, this ship contains a dying star? Yeah, one or two. These lightning bug starships are designed to carry people and dirt samples. What other aftermarket additions have been made? Computer. Oh, hey, what's up? Can you show me where the ship's resources are being allocated? Opening Task Manager Free Edition Protocol. Lots of free edition protocols, huh? Yeah, they make you listen to ads sometimes, but you learn to tune it out. Computer, where are we on- I'm working. There's a lot of protocols to compile. Okay, forget that. Just show me a list of non-essential protocols. Compiling non-essential protocol list. Estimated time remaining. Three cycles. Wow. Okay. Just show me a list of entertainment-based freeware background protocols. Compiling. Estimated time remaining. Two cycles. Hey, are you okay, guy? You look like you're choking on something. Are you having an idea? Computer, where is the captain right now? The captain is on his way from the pleasure pod to the commander. Thunderclops, I think we don't necessarily have to die. Yay! <laughs> Nikolai, how's it going? Working hard or hardly working? Hello, Captain. How is the pleasure pod? Less gratifying every time. I'll be honest, I'm getting a little bored with the way things are going around here. If I don't find some means of satisfaction, I may just have to resort to murdering people. Fortunately, I have a feeling Mr. Egbert will be hatching soon. Mr. Egbert, sir? Yes. I read that it's good for the egg's keratin levels if you name them and talk to them regularly. Oh. And you're here, too. Barry, right? Yeah, that's right. Why are you on the command deck? Shouldn't you be in the kitchen or the operating room? I'll be perfectly honest with you, sir. I'm not entirely sure why I'm here. I think the story just called for it, but there wasn't really any plausible explanation, so maybe we can just go with it and not overthink things. Okay, I'll accept that this one time, but don't push your luck. Would you like your status report now, sir? Fine. What's the status report? Crew morale remains at an all-time low. The engine output was at 60% as of the start of today. The stowaway problem is getting... I'm here with your egg delivery. 
Mr. Egbert, how are you? He's warm and kicking. My maternal instincts tell me that there's a 90% chance he'll hatch within the next two cycles. How exciting! Put him over there in Nikolai's chair. Sir, we really should discuss some of these problems. There are rumblings of a mutiny if we don't do something about the radiation leak. Many of the lower-level workers have started sprouting extra limbs, more hands to hold more guns. I think we need to make a display of power, crush their spirits, and watch them fall back in line. Captain, there you are. No! It's not possible! You're supposed to be dead! Huh? Oh, oh, never mind, sorry, I thought you were someone else. What do you want, George? I came to tell you that I fixed the problem with the ship's engine. And I'm here, too! You look like you've lost some weight, Thunderclops. Thanks, I haven't. You fixed the engine, huh? Well, I guess that means I'm a genius for finding you. What was the problem? It wasn't a mechanical problem. Your system was bogged down with bloatware. You guys downloaded millions of unnecessary protocols that were seizing resources. The ship had six different weather apps. Who needs a weather app in space? Wait, so how did you fix it? I deleted all of the unnecessary protocols. <gasps> Computer, execute piano playing cats. Piano playing cats protocol not found. What? This is bullshit! What about the pleasure pod? I disabled that too. It's a reality manipulating dead star. The ship isn't equipped to contain it, and it was leaking radiation. How much radiation, though? C can we turn it back on? Like, just a little? Not if you want everyone to live. That's a pretty big if. Well, Guy, it looks like you did what you were supposed to do. The ship is back to normal. This means we don't need you anymore. Nikolai, alert the crew. We found the cause of the radiation leak. It was this man, this stowaway. We'll blame him for everything, then have a public execution. The crew will feel like we're doing something, and nobody will blame us for the pleasure pod poisoning. Plus, we get to see someone get jettisoned off into the vacuum of space. It's a win-win-win. I don't win. Computer, strip the engineer of his protocol access and prepare the ejection cannon. With pleasure. No, that's not fair. We had a deal. Thunderclops, you can't let them do this. Why not? We developed something like a friendship, didn't we? It was really more of a casual working relationship. Keep your voices down. You're stressing out Mr. Egbert. Barry, come on. We were friends, weren't we? <sighs> Jeez, guy, I thought of our bond more like an owner-pet kind of a deal. I mean, I like you and all, but the captain is the boss. If it helps, I'm going to be really bummed out for a couple of cycles at least. Nikolai! Never mind. Mombot! You won't let them kill me, right? Of course not, dear. You matter too much for... Computer, reset Mombot's sympathy level to callous. Now listen to me, you little shit. Captain says you gotta go, so you can either march or I'll break your freaking kneecaps and drag you. The future is cruel and stupid. That's enough out of you. It's a madhouse! A madhouse! Well, friends, I suppose there's a lesson to be learned in all of this. What's that, sir? Crime doesn't pay. Can I go now? Oh my god! Mr. Egbert is hatching! This is the best day ever!
Oh, please, 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 please be a dragon. I really want a dragon. No, I deserve a dragon. I know it's going to be a dragon. Come on, Mr. Egbert. Don't disappoint Daddy. Oh, no. It's an arachnomorph. Just killed the captain! Yes! I mean, oh no! Grab it before it gets away! It's going for the corner! Captain is deceased. Initiating morning protocol. Computer, I need to write a speech. Take notes. Ahem. I would like to take a moment as your new captain to say a few words. Morning protocol not found. I am dead inside. It's crawling up the wall. Wow, look at him go. Mr. Egbert, get back here. What's happening? Close the door, you're gonna let him out. As your new leader, I promise to rise to the occasion. I will address these problems that have long been overlooked. I will rule with an iron fist, but a soft iron fist. I got it. Oh, it's stinging me. Oh, it's stinging me in the face. Put it in a bag. What bag? I don't know. Where do we keep the spider bags? Or spider bags? Oh, he got away. No, scratch that. I will rule with an iron fist. A hard iron fist. We should let the crew know that playtime is over. Now we're going to cut the fat. A new day has dawned. A day of hard work and discipline. It's heading for the ventilation shaft. Stop it. I can't reach him. Oh, he got away. Well, we tried our best. I guess he's not our problem anymore. Computer, call an emergency meeting for the entire crew. I have an important announcement to make. You do not have authority. Emergency meetings may only be called by the captain. You fool! The captain is dead! I have seniority, ergo, I am the new captain. Incorrect. Records indicate that... Engineer 23233324 has 5,213.673 years more seniority than anyone else on board. How is that possible? Records indicate that Engineer 23233124 was among the original crew of the ship Lightning Bug before the late captain renamed it Mudskipper. Wait, this is Guy's original ship? What does that mean? It means that this is my ship now. Oh, look, he figured out how to open the doors all by himself. This is horse shit. Guy doesn't even know what he's doing. We're all going to die with this brain-damaged doofus in charge. Computer, reset Mumbot's sympathy level to whatever the nicest setting is. Yes, my love. Mumbot's sympathy level set to motherly. I'm so excited, Guy. You're going to do great. We all believe in you. Yay! Well then, new guy, what is your first command as captain? Oh, I feel a monologue coming. Computer, change of course. We're going to check out that distress signal. Someone needs our help. The future may be cruel and stupid, but that doesn't mean we have to be. I don't know about the rest of you, but I for one didn't leave my home just to end up trapped by smaller horizons. I'm ready to move on to a bigger cage. What? 
It's a callback to a conversation I had with Barry earlier. We weren't there for that conversation. From our perspective, that was a rather discouraging thing to say. I was part of that conversation, and even I thought it sounded pretty pessimistic. Yeah, was that supposed to be a pep talk? You're pretty bad at this whole speech thing. I wouldn't advise you to talk to people very much if you can help it. You being the new captain is going to be a real hard sell. Probably going to be a mutiny. I'm proud of you. I think you're doing great. Uh, computer, execute knockout protocol on everyone else in this room. Knockout protocol not found. You deleted it, remember? Well then, download it from the protocol store. Downloading knockout protocol, freeware edition. Estimated download time, seven minutes. Well, this is about to be an awkward-ass seven minutes, isn't it? While we wait, would anyone like some tea? You have just listened to episode one of Starship Mudskipper, Fish Out of Water, written by Jack Townsend, and featuring the voices of Andrew Ferrier, Matt Stanley, Jack Townsend, Helen Jacks, Erica Durr, Matthew Morris, and Jeff Quatch. If you would like to hear more episodes of the Starship Mudskipper, or other Snake's Paw Productions, follow our feed, follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at the Snake's Paw where you can find us at our website, thesnakespaw.com, which has links to all of our other accounts. You can also support us at kofi.com slash thesnakespaw, either by individual donation or a monthly subscription. Thank you for listening. See you in a couple weeks.